There was a moment of hushed silence Sunday <laughs> as you were riding the bus to whatever Disney adventure you were headed to where the rest of us were reminiscing about how amazing is fighting when it's on the mat. It is definitely easier. I'm not ready to say that outside the cage, which means it's time for verbal tap. The show that proved you could hear a pin drop when Hodger choked out Buchecha. Rafa Suarezo, where were you when it happened? I was at Cars Land. Fuck California his cars adventure. <laughs> so, you know, the movie Cars, they have a great little land in California Adventure here in beautiful Anaheim. And uh, I happened to have a day where I was taking my nephew uh, around and we were going on a ride that goes in a circle and it's amazing. And I happened to be trying to keep up to date. And now Kevin is one of those people where he's like, I'll tell you when it's happening. And you hear radio silence from Kevin for a while. And I'm like, why is it not happening yet? And he goes, oh, we're nowhere near it. We're <laughs> nowhere just, near Hodger. They're just loosening up right now. <laughs> and I'm standing there and I'm waiting and I'm begging for them to go at any time because I'm about to go into the park. And once you go into the Disneyland park, you know, NASA or conspiracy people or anonymous or whoever makes it so that you have phone. less reception for whatever reason you're in there. So I'm struggling to get – and I do get a stream. So I am watching as I'm going. And my nephew's like, oh, my God, it's Carsland. I'm like, I don't care. It's Audrey and Buchecha. So it was uh, it was an important uh, little thing that I was watching. So, yeah, we were literally about to get on a ride. And the ride was slow enough where I could actually watch Buchecha and Hodger as it was happening. So I was like, you know, yep. oh, that's a good yeah. – good stuff. So – there was that. Um, it's a great match, Kev, and it was a decisive finish. And you know what the important thing is, Kev, that we learned about this match? What's that? We like, learned I, that the what? I don't know. I was that. Uh, well, I'll I'll inform you because okay. I didn't know what it was either until I, I saw the internet. Now, I was scrolling you know through internet, thirty things in my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know the internet is undefeated when it comes to analysis. So let's just accept this as fact, okay? okay. Which is points. Are better than everything. See, uh, this is this is a funny stickler moment where Josh Hinger shares some thoughts about how this match was produced by points only. Uh, wasn't this a sub only? I thought there were no. no points on the IBJJF. Wasn't that the whole point? I think they were doing some points to them. I'll, I'll, I'll just say this. They like, build the not, fucking thing as sub only. I, no, they no, said I'm not, there this, will be a winner. I, I'm so not never taking said, this. Oh, bullshit i a lot of the stuff i saw was like finally a sub only for it was just like oh okay because when i saw a time limit i got upset i was like wait what <laughs> I thought By the gonna... way, though, if we really think about it that is the way to promote a points event is to get it as advertised the sub only all the way to the last second and it's like ha ha ha, ha and points no anytime well, like i see anything here. less than 30 minutes i get a little i get a little pissed it's like i'd watch these two grapple for 30 minutes you wouldn't Okay, You're not curious what happens at 22? Though. Anyway. Uh, but let's, let's set the, the scene, though, Kev. The reason why we have this match is because the first time um, it was a 20-minute, it was Metamorphs, and it went to time. And as a result of that, you had these two people, and you kept thinking to yourself, oh, man, if only I see the real thing. I really want to see it. Then we come to find out later, Hodger had what? Uh, some staph infection that he was recovering from. And it, I don't know if that's a true testament to how good he is. 
that at the very end of the day, you'd be like, Hunter, you had staff? And he's like, yes, it was tearing me up on the inside. <laughs> really? We couldn't even tell. Yeah. I yeah. Know. I decided to be a man about it. Do you remember and that I'm Hodger Gracie? The only thing I think we learned here mm-hmm. is that Hodger Gracie is the greatest jiu-jitsu fighter of all time. And right he's now. retiring. And I have issues with this, Kevin. Fair. I am not you ready should. for that. We should have issues with it. It's like, wait, hold on. Can we see you and Keaton fight in the game? <laughs> like, I just, I just want to see what happens. Uh, I could use you and Lovato part three. Are, are you sure you want to swear off ADCC rules? This to me was the equivalent of, and uh, the only other comparable I was thinking about this. I was trying. I was like, what, what would simulate this as people were arguing about who's the greatest jujitsu fighter now? And it's like to me, there's not much of an argument. But a- after what I watched. You could make uh well, what if Marcelo Garcia came back and submitted Hoffa Mendez? Uh, okay, now I'm listening. Like To come in and submit Buchecha, the biggest, fastest jiu-jitsu fighter we have in such an effortless fashion, maybe this time without that small hindrance of staff, uh, it didn't. It just didn't look very close to me. It looked very soon, and the takedown sequence where he couldn't take Hodger down was just unbelievable. Just the way he was moving so effortless. It was unbelievable. Would you like to hear something? Yeah. So the same internet that brought you points rule everything was also the same internet that said that match was a work. A what? A work, (laughs) a.k.a. a professional wrestling term. For something that was planned. Kevin, your response. Why? For for who? A work only works in Vegas, sweeties. This fight didn't have odds on it. So uh, unless you got private action on Buchecha 4-1 to one over Hodger. Hey, listen, I don't know what kind no of... no fucking uh, reason to fix the goddamn fight. Listen, Kev, I don't know what kind of betting odds are going over in Brazil, but that seems like something people would bet on there. I, I'm so 100% sure this wasn't uh, a result of that. But that would be amazing for someone to correct me on. I would just like to point this out, though. Here's the one thing I will say about points versus sub Five stars on iTunes. Tell me where I can get into Brazilian gambling over IBJJF events. That'd be great. I just want to leave it at this. It's not even a, a mock at Josh. Josh likes to stir the pot and say something and, you know, hold the flag for those who are points fighters who feel they're getting shit on. Sure. Great. I just think that this is one of those exceptions where you just have two athletes who, like, do rules apply to them? It doesn't matter what they're performing at or what kind of rules they're using. They're always going to be amazing, like Buchecha and Hodger. And I think that's something that's great that a lot of people aspire to be. They want to be those people. But I don't think you'll see many people be able to have the effortlessness of Hodger, the ability to stuff this younger, crazy good athlete. Um, In a ton of cases, even though we love and profess that jiu-jitsu cures and does all, like – Athletic ability in competition is something that is very difficult to overcome. So it only makes his win that much more impressive against somebody who is arguably at the top of his game right now. So, no, it didn't teach us anything. On this one particular day, we had an amazing match. And if it was made forth by points, then let's see them back that up multiple times. Because it's not to shit talk points as a whole. It's just... Can we just enjoy jiu-jitsu for what it is? And if you like points, continue liking points. And if you like sub-only, guess what? Enjoy sub-only too. But, like, 
These are two people that if they were just rolling on the street or at your academy or anywhere around you, you would gather and watch no matter the rule set. And then it leaves it to people like us to debate. And I do have to say that's great and all. But I think they just kind of did it for us. They made a great event, and I'm I'm proud of them, and I, I think that's amazing. And Buchesha loses like zero things from this, like zero momentum. Oh. So that's where we go. Tops zero. <laughs> it's really yeah. like whatever, dude. It's like rolling with your professor and being like, "Oh, I didn't get him." Yeah, dude, he's your professor. Ninety nine percent of the time, he's gonna get you. You're until not a certain point. supposed to. Exactly. Do you, have any, stop, do you disagree with me greatest of all time right now? Like how, how else do you? It's tough because, uh, yeah, I think he is. But when you start doing that, then, yeah, you're right. Where do you figure in Marcelo? Where do you figure in a Hoffa who's retiring? You know, here's the thing. Kev, can I maybe make a bold proclamation? Stop fucking retiring? No, 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 no. You can't be the GOAT if you retire. Boom. I did it. Saved it. Oh, nice. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I just wouldn't listen. Stay with me. It's mostly a blank, empty threat so that we can keep them to continue. Love doing it. Their thing. L- love it. I, I really want to like shit talk them and be like, Hodger, you would be the goat if you keep competing. And then I want like a crowd around me being like, oh, snap, you got you, Roger. And then Hodger being like, I'll roll with you. And I'd be like, oh, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> Wait, what? No, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'll train with you, but you're, I'm not competing against you. You're a terrifying you're large man. Hilarious. You also gave me one of my very first interviews in MMA. Period. So yeah, Hodge, we good for life. We good. So anyway, that is that is my thing. But I want to tell you this story, Kev, because you you seem to be interested as what was going on on the Star Wars side, right? Very, well, okay. So you went to Disneyland. We need to I talk did. about this right now. Okay. Um, highlight and yeah, there was a dark side. Yeah. Okay. So my little nephew, he is obsessed with star Wars. And when I say he's obsessed with star Wars, he isn't just of that Jedi mindset. He is of the dark side mindset so much to the point, Kevin, where they have like a little Jedi Academy that they bring kids ages like six to 10 to. Uh, so you see like adorable three-year-olds, four-year-olds getting up and holding a lightsaber and they get to have a battle with Darth Vader, Kevin. Fuck. So it's in front of everybody. They bring them out and in front of their parents That's and pretty the cool. food court right next to it, they bring them out and they do it. So we happen to be walking into the Star Wars museum. They have a museum now. So that's a whole thing if you're a parent. I'm very sorry. But they bring it in this museum and there's a guy who walks up to my nephew and he just goes – Hello, young man. Would you like to have your life changed forever? And my nephew's like, um, I mean, what? Uh, what do you mean? And he goes, would you like to join the Jedi Academy? Now, the little kid inside of me is like, oh, my God, yes, I do. Can I come? And he's like, no, dude, you're old. No, this is like to kids, like to 10. And there's a rule between myself and like all of my friends we all look at that and say they need that for adults because it's some bullshit that only kids get to do it. Agreed. But it is what it is, Kev. So I look at him and my wife and I are both telling him in no uncertain terms, you have to do this so we can live vicariously through you. And he just says, nah, 
<laughs> and continues going about his way. And I'm looking at him being like, you know the show. It's the Jedi Academy show. Why won't you go there? You're nine. You're going to get aged out soon. He's like, I'm not a Jedi. So, no. <laughs> He's like, dude, I want to go play a Star Wars video game. Come with me. So we go in there and there's apparently the Star Wars video game that he liked uh, from uh, several years ago. It got taken out and put away somewhere else. So I'm looking at the kid being like, oh, man, he's just he is running away. Like I was not nervous for him to run away from me. But because there's so much Star Wars there, he's just wandering aimlessly. And I'm covering him like I'm in football trying to keep my eye on the ball being like, where's this kid? Oh, God, where is he? Where did he go? So now we get to this part where my wife does some stellar work. And he's you know rejected Kelly. the Jedi's. I'm a little nervous. We need to keep an eye on him. You know, <laughs> now we don't know what he's capable of. Now, you know Kelly is quite good at striking up conversations and doing things that are above and beyond. That is what my wife does. But she happened to see some girls who work there, and she looks at them, and she says, Hey, uh, what's going on here? And the girls go, Oh, if you have a Chase, MasterCard, blah, 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 for Disney, then you get the opportunity to meet a character. And so my wife goes, Interesting. I have one of those. Who do you get to meet? And they're like, well, you actually, you kind of get to meet Darth Vader right now. And my wife's like, sold. Let's go. Do it. And so they have a line to go meet Darth Vader. But because we had this particular card and this is not an endorsement for them. So, you know, if you have it, you have it, whatever. But they bring us and they have us cut the line. So they bring us over and they go over very nicely to my nephew. And they're like, so, young man, I heard that uh, you didn't want to be a Jedi. And he's like, yeah, not for me. <laughs> and they bring us back into this very dark room. It's all black except for some red lights. And then all of a sudden you hear just coming out of there, just like, <sighs> Hello, young man. I see you are here. Come, we have much to discuss. And so they bring him back, and like Christopher's losing his mind because that's his idol being like, "Oh my God, it's Darth Vader, guys!" And like he's a little scared, he is a little nervous to be around him because he's just like, "I love Darth Vader, I love him," but now he's getting to meet him. So you know, it's like a photo op. So they bring us around, and I go, "Hey, Christopher, I think it's time for you to meet Darth Vader," and I start pushing him toward him. And Darth Vader, the guy who's playing him in this particular instance, is pacing around and is fully committed to character. And he has little program things that he's saying to him, one of which is being like, I would expect more from you, young man. What is it that you do for the dark side? And my little nephew is just losing it. He's like, yes. But now he's scared. And he just goes, I sense the dark side is strong in you. You will be good. And then Darth Vader like poses, like puts like a, a pointing finger to the like cameras and they take photos and I just look over at him terrified. And my nephew was posing like it's like class photo. So as we're doing this, we're about to leave, but my nephew goes the wrong way. And I like get him. I'm like, hey, man, we got to go out this way. And he's just he's such in a daze. He's like, that was cool. He's kind of scary, though. And I was like, yeah, dude, he's Darth Vader. Have you watched the movies? <laughs> And he goes back over and we walk outside and he sees the Jedi Academy. And I'm like, dude, that could have been you. You could have been like a double agent and could just have been in the both. Yeah, dude, you could have walked over there, gotten intel for Darth Vader. And he's like, no, because then Darth Vader would just kill me. Ugh, no, he would figure it out. And I go, dude, here's the thing. He's going to kill you no matter what. And he goes, what? And I was like, yeah, dude, 
did you not get terrified of him? He's like, yeah, dude, Vader was like really scary. And I go, yeah, he just kills people who are even on his side, dude. <laughs> and he's like looking at me. He's like, how do you know that? Like, what did he tell you? And I was like, yeah, dude, I had a conversation with Vader. And he's like, what did you talk about? And I go, okay, I'll tell you what happened. Yeah, Here's what happened. I went up to him and I was like, thank you very much, Lord Vader, Master Vader. I don't really know what this is, but like Vader, thank you. Um, (laughs) You know, appreciate what you do. Very nice. And then you went the wrong way and Vader looked at me and he was like, so do you. Rathasparza, go to the dark side. And I was like, you know what? I respect what you do, but I'm really like, I'm not feeling it. I'm just going to see other people. But respect to you. Don't ever kill me. Yeah. So like, enjoy what you do. And my little nephew goes, you didn't say all that to him. And I was like, yeah, dude, you got lost. And I had this whole conversation with him. And he's like, well, what did he say back to you? And I said, he said, understandable. A true loss for the dark side, Mr. Asparza. I wish you well on your future endeavors, though. Ah, oh, thanks, Vader. Totally cool. Catch you guys later. Dark side, get it, love it, bye. And my nephew's like, man. And I go, dude, the dark side did you dirty today. And he's like, it really did. It really did. I may have to think about it because I'm not a Jedi. But this dark side, uh, I don't know. What do I mean? <laughs> So at the very least, I did some good due diligence to get that kid to think about his true affiliation. It's like a nerdy, scared, straight program. I like it. It really was. But yeah. I love the fact that like he was terrified. He's like, dude, he's so big and he's terrifying. And I was Huge. like, yeah. He's got a lot of muscle bro. mass. Dude, I was like, plus he it's does chokes. At one point, he looked at me and he was like, he's like, what if he wanted to beat you up? And I was like, dude, I don't know if you get this, but the sport I do, people try to choke me out all the time and it never happens. So. He could force choke me, but I, I have defense. More than that skinny ass hand of his. <laughs> Darth Vader's never really seen the Rapa Spars of defense. So take that. Darth Vader was unable to save the UFC's most recent rankings. <laughs> <laughs> Though, the best I gotta transition tell you, work in all of MMA and Jiu-Jitsu. He versus you would be <laughs> maybe something that got a few more people to watch this most recent event, and that would have been helpful. <laughs> Worth it just for that transition. Yeah, yeah okay. 100%. Was, <laughs> I, I, I'm glad because I wasn't sure if it worked, and then it just no, was so no, seamless. You just, you to People were just great. like, wow, what were we talking about? What are we talking about? I don't even Kevin know. Is, Kevin, do you hear me? <laughs> I believe that was the greatest transition <laughs> in all of MMA and jiu-jitsu <laughs> history. Uh, do you happen to notice that I sound like Henry Gracie, only slower. <laughs> and less like a tool. Yeah, I did notice. Actually. Hey, hey, watch it there. He's a good friend of mine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> By the way, you would shit if he pulled off his mask and it had been, uh, if that had been Henry. That would have been amazing. Hello, it is me, Henry. It just slows down my way of speaking. But yes, I am here with you right now. Put stupid mask on. That would have been great. Be like, Henry, put the mask back on. My kid, uh, you know, my nephew here, he can't, he can't deal with it. The illusion of belief. Weidman wins by submission over Kelvin Gastelum. Which submission? The submission of the podcast. A triangle choke. Arm triangle. You and I maybe would have used a smidge more technique and thrown that bottom leg up (laughs) to add to the crank. I respected his authoritativeness. He was like, fuck (laughs) you. This is going to hurt. And it did look like it hurt to his defense. Kelvin... 
uh, answered the phone a little late. <laughs> Kelvin had that. <laughs> you can see he was like, oh, fuck. I just watched Brandon McCatherine's one minute hack on how not to get choked by this, but I forgot it. I think he had call waiting. So I think he was just kind of like, oh, I'm supposed to answer that. I don't need to answer that fucker. I got plenty of time. I know that hoe. She's going to wait. And then he got choked out. Yeah, that's uh, he he hit call waiting. Yeah, that's that's a good way to describe it. It was uh, not a well-watched night of fights as Darren Elkins won over decision. Patrick Cummins, I guess, won the fight, though, like many stand-up comedians have recycled. Someone should tell his face. Because he looked like he got the shit kicked out of him by seven people. He was bleeding everywhere, and he couldn't see out of his eyes. So I guess he's the big winner. And Jimmy Rivera won via decision. A lot of decisions, despite some some beateries. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I didn't watch much of the undercard. I watched the Cowboy Oliveira win via TKO, even though he was uh, in danger of losing that fight a few times. And uh, otherwise, I didn't get to see much. But yeah. watch the main part. <clears throat> I was one of a very few people. What happened, Raph? Is this just UFC on Fox? Is this too many fights? What, what was this? Summer I honestly long? don't know that I saw a ton of promotions for it. Uh, usually on Fox, you see a little bit of stuff going on. or I think they've just got to the point where you know you might see MasterChef with Gordon Ramsay. And they're like, and UFC's on this weekend. <laughs> Who wants to compete with MasterChef? Uh, or it could just be like the curse of the Long Island. Maybe they're like, "Oh God, I don't want to watch that." <laughs> Is it gonna be all Long Island people? No, it's one hundred percent how I felt. So I, I don't blame them. Uh, yeah, so much so the UFC has already even they spent most of that night airing Cormier versus Jones too, which we're gonna do on some over under coming up. Yes. Why am I already reading rumors that John Jones might fight Brock Lesnar? Raph? Because they're bored, and maybe they saw the ratings from the other night, and they're like, uh-oh. Honestly, is that it? Because it seemed like these stories came hand in hand, and all of a sudden it was like, we need something cool. And this is weird to me. He has a fight coming up Saturday, so we're going to get to see him fight very soon. And this thing comes out that he might do a super fight against Brock Lesnar, which all of zero fucking people care about. <laughs> no one has asked to see that fight. Everyone's like, it hasn't been that we don't have people to fight John Jones. It's that we don't have John Jones to fight. We would watch him fight Gustafsson. We would watch him do his worst to Patrick Cummins' face and see what happens. The guy looked inside out in the ambulance. <laughs> but John Jones hasn't been able to stay in the cage. What are Let's we talking about? Way. I don't know. You know what it is? It's the UFC saying, let's just throw two of our most batshit athletes at each other because Lord knows you put John Jones on a card. That card's going to stay the same no matter what. Samesies with uh, my big man Brock Lesnar over here who's not even testing for USADA uh, allegedly. So I'll tell you this much. Nobody was more excited to look at this article with bated breath than one era Hawani, who I'm sure is just sitting there going like, I want to break it. I want to break it. Let me break it. But instead, we, I think, found a resounding thud from the community that just goes, yeah, I guess if we're doing it, then do it. But most people responded like our good friend Marshall Carper with the infamous meme that just says, why do? <laughs> and that is our sentiment as well. 
Yeah, uh, that's pretty much how I feel. And, <laughs> Raph, would you like to read what NPR is sharing as a result of studying some mixed martial arts female fighters? Yeah, okay. Uh, I the, the article's not that great, but I'll read you the headline, which is, Female athletes are closing the gender gap when it comes to concussions. <laughs> I wish it read, uh, breaking news, females have heads too and get concussions. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what do you mean bridging? What are they doing? I mean, it's just short of being like, great headline. Dateline 1920. Broads can also get hit in the head as well. Who knew? <laughs> it does. For more information. Check back later. Oh, look, she's getting zipped in the head. She's got herself a boo-boo in the brain. Like, the dumb part is the article is just trying to say, like, females are also having to deal with concussions. But instead, we get, like, closing the gender gap, which you normally hear with pay differentium. And I'm not sure that females are like, you know what? I really want that. But meanwhile, there might be some men who read this and just think to themselves, finally, equality. It's about time. I told the doctor I had headaches, and they said, go shopping. Like, that's how this reads. Like, this has a very yeah. weird, like, uh, yes, um, I do, in fact, support the study of female athletes uh, potentially getting head injuries. I do think Here's the study most any combat athlete. Crux of this, though, Kevin. And well, here's what it says. It says, we have classically always known the male response to brain injury, says Mark Burns yeah, at Georgetown have. University. <laughs> but there have been remarkably few studies of females. The bias runs throughout the scientific literature, even in studies of mice. Well, you know, it all that stems makes me nervous. from mice. Okay? I, I will say that if the article said not studying women for concussions, I'd be a little bit more apt to be like, OK. But can we also have a moment where we're realizing that we're giving mice concussions? Oh, that is a little sad. Because it says male mice have been used historically in research and not really been compared to female mice. So, like, there are some scientists who are going, are you a lady? Walk on by. Uh, male mice? Bam. In the door. I, I was just about to say, I was like, all scientific studies should be of varying and mixed gender. Up to, oh, oh Damn. Are we only studying men for things? I think That's not so. Great. Yeah, which really doesn't do well for. I think, we know the effects reasons. of head injuries in men. They're usually elected to Congress shortly thereafter. Boom! <laughs> got him. Yeah, we do get to see it. I get to see it nightly as they scream on the streets of Denver. Um, and on this podcast, we would like to once again and officially say men are the worst. We admit it. We own it. We are trying to work to improve them. And you know what? For all of those uh, men's rights activists, don't worry. They're getting the women mice too. So <laughs> get ready for that. <laughs> We're pretty sure that's how science works. Give us till next week as we read this one NPR article that I feel like was not quite so aptly named. You know, Kev, there's no better way to transition because we're we're it, batting a thousand on transition work. John Hamilton that said this, and you can catch Hamilton live. And <laughs> special sponsor of Verbal Tab tonight. You know, uh, I would just be happy if we had a hundred percent testing on Kevin's brain for concussions on so, this show. You and me both. Well, that yeah. wasn't talked about back in the old state of Kansas. We just called them Rattlers. <laughs> Raph, are you ready to do some over under? 
Yes, let's continue this discussion of male concussions on the next installment of Overrider Kevin. All right, Kevin. So here's the thing. You are on something that one person would call a win streak, and that one person is you. Beating the shit out of Chicago. Right. Not difficult to do. Pizza or something. I think so. Something like that. But the whole city as a whole seemed like we need to get away from them. And you know, Kev, this is a groundbreaking week. EBI is about to break new ground. So I thought to myself, what would be a better way than to break new ground on this show to really challenge Kevin? More than life challenges you, as is. Steep. Well, Every you know, day. I mean, listen, Kemp, you know, jujitsu is a challenge. You're supposed to get in there and challenge yourself. That's what I'm told. Yeah, I've heard that, too. It's more of a survival right. mode thing. But. but here's what I want to tell you, though, Kev. So today, I thought, what if we broke new ground in the following way? What if you had to take on not one podcaster, but two rival podcasters? Two mediocre podcasters who can combine their i don't know quote unquote talent some people call it i don't really let's use a different word but yeah, sure their um contributions their efforts they effort, combine effort their efforts trying to take you on kevin their so therefore i have brought you the ladies from matt therapy we have donna gonzalez gonzalez so nice they named her twice and on the same line, we have our other good friend, Becky Dominguez. Ladies, welcome to Verbal Tap. Ah, uh, thanks for what, having us, guys. What you're an welcome. intro. What an intro, indeed. You're welcome. You're welcome. So we're here. Well, you're welcome for that intro. I want to go ahead and get to know a little bit of the both of you better. Because, Kev, this is kind of like when the chipmunks make the chimpettes. So this is when we all come together, and it's going to end in various songs. Which ones are we? Don't ask Kevin because I'm digging this Wonder Woman rash guard. I found it. I'm uh, seeing yeah. it. I like it. It is it's the best thing. The best rash guard out there. Right. I have to agree with you. It really is. Are you thinking of buying one to wear it yourself? I have no problem supporting uh, right. females, and I think mm-hmm. Kev is all about that as well. So you're reaching the right demos here. Now, ladies, okay. we want to know this because the, the both of you are on the show, and a lot of people are wondering themselves, they're like, how is this going to work for Over Under Kevin? We'll get there, but we got a lot of stuff to talk about first. Donna, I'm going to ask you this. You did the EBI trials. I know it's got to be near and dear to your heart. How excited are you for EBI 12? I'm so stoked, not just because I you know, competed in the qualifiers, but – one of my best friends in the world is competing. Two of my other friends are competing. They were our teammates at 10th Planet. And it's the motherfucking ladies, you guys. Like, this is groundbreaking stuff. The, when I joined Jiu-Jitsu nine years ago, this was not happening. We're on the big time. We're in, you know, on USC Fight Fest. This Damn. is amazing. You got nine years in. Deep. I'm, yeah, I'm deep. I'm deep. <laughs> now, Becky... What does this mean for your guys' show? Because you guys are obviously going to be there, but like, are you going to have like, do you get exclusive rights to the winner? Because I feel like if you guys like jump in front of me, I feel like I have to let you do that at this tournament. Like, I feel like I have to be like, you know, it's only fair. So, like, what what does this do for you guys? Are you guys what's happening in your world? I mean, that sounds accurate. Yes, you should. If you know, if we're there, you have. Step aside. Just this one <laughs> yeah. time. I swear to God, it's a one-time pass, and that's it. 
I feel like this kind of helps, you know, this is helping solidify women in the, in the sport, you know, this is all still predominantly male and to give us this, you know, the spotlight is huge for women in the sport. Um, yeah, I think it's just going to help solidify us as, as women. In now, as per our agreement, I am not to make fun of you a ton on this show. I do have legal documentation that says I will be able to make fun of you. But yeah, we do, Kevin, unfortunately. Um, the agreement does say that. By legal documentation, do you mean a text message? Absolutely. Binding. 100% binding text message that says, hey, you want to come on? And you're like, yeah, sure. Um, but we will we will mostly be cordial at this part until we get to the game. Because okay, I do have I to say this. Since we are being cordial, because a lot of our listeners know you guys as that other show that nobody listens to. But what I want you guys to know is this. I think what you do is great. Because... You know, Kevin and I do our show. There's lots of other podcasts, but you really do hold it down for the female uh, grappling community, and they do feel ignored, and it is nice when they see you guys getting out there and supporting, and not just supporting, but participating and facilitating a whole bunch of things. So um, I guess I'll start there. But let's ask this, and I'm going to ask – I'm going to go back to – What have you done with rap? Listen, I, know, I can right? be a confident show. Person. Would you guys come on our show? This is what real shows do. They Whoa. they show people how to be nice and then they're cordial to their guests. I won't get much oh, more. Are they? Yeah, they are. <laughs> there's a Becky, few. Gonna... There's a few previous guests that are going to want that in writing as well. Yeah, one hundred percent. Shut up, Kevin. About, about All about the here and now. Now, here's. I'm going to ask Becky a question, but before I do, Kevin, how do you feel being? overwhelmed by two adversaries this time petrified so immediately did what i do went to the online profiles where i'm following their instagrams an alarming yeah. amount of heel hooks as i said off air <laughs> this is 200 percent more women than i can handle and 300 percent more than i deserve i don't know why you're doing this i guess it's fun for you raf uh but i look I'm looking forward to the first part where we're going to talk to him about their podcast. I heard sure. a rumor, and this is just what I've heard, that Damian and Maya took their back and choked them out <laughs> rear naked during. Because I've actually, but to be fair, I've heard he does it at the drive through um, church. Like, it seems like he does it everywhere. So I want to get their perspective on that. Uh, but in general, not a good night for me. So. Okay, well, why don't we address that over to, to Becky. Becky, I heard that your last-minute problem-solving prowess uh, was able to not only rescue your interview with Damian Maya, but make it seem seamless. Uh, do you care describing that for us? Um, I don't – I knew that we needed to stay calm in order to get through the rest of this day. And I, and I knew the backup was there. It just kind of – it came natural to me in that moment. It was probably the one time in my life where I didn't freak out. So let me let me see if I have um, this correct. The audio got killed in the middle of the interview, and then no, the video. Oh, the, the video, video went out. Oh no, the video, um, the memory card filled up. Um, oh. We had forgotten the yes, silly us little mediocre podcast forgot to clear out the <laughs> the memory card, so we ran out of space. Um, but prior to that, we had been filming using my phone. So that was, you know, maybe the second or third time using this new camera. And 
I knew my phone was there and it was charged. So I was like, okay, well, we'll just finish it on the phone. <laughs> Did Damian Maya at all, like, was he aware of what was happening? Did he care? Was he just like in the middle of being like, you know, it's cool, ladies. I just ran through two different setups for a back take I'm going to do in a professional fight. No big deal. He, so um, cool. he actually, yeah, he's, he's pretty amazing. He did joke around asking, he's like, so did none of that record? <laughs> and we were probably, what, 25, 30 minutes into it at that point. He's like, yeah. so do we have to start over? <laughs> he was, but he was, he was a pro. He was super pro about it. I just yeah. love the fact that when you're the, the podcaster, and I've had this happen to me too, but I love there's nothing more you can do. That just look at the guest when they make that like, oh, is it not recording? <laughs> and you're just like, oh, my God, you're so making me happy right now, David Maya. <laughs> Thank you for coming on our show. Yes. OK, good. Uh, Kev, here's a question, because here's the thing. So do you wonder how they started working together, Kevin? Because uh, nobody wonders how we work together myself and you kevin but speech they might nerds. wonder how they did yeah speech nerds our whole story blah, blah, blah. i mean i kind of made comments. an assumption there was a 10th planet connection but i am curious okay. and i've i've not heard the part where it's like hey we're psychopaths we want to start producing a podcast regularly <laughs> i haven't heard either of those stories that i would like the you know the cliff's the notes version sure. of if I'm just being the full of the full background. I was educated in Kansas. I don't have the strongest attention span as uh, <laughs> you know a product of. But please, how do you two meet, and why a podcast? All right, All right. Uh, Donna, you want to start? Want yeah. Okay. So, well, obviously, we met at Tenth Planet, and we were Boom. teammates. Yeah, and um, so I mean, there's there's the there's the obvious connection, and so and we were very good friends. And I was talking to Becky that I wanted to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. Had a completely different subject idea. Like days and into then, meeting her, um, how long are you two training before you broach the subject of going public? Years, <laughs> years. We were, we were like we're friends. Like we were hanging out, and I'm a my 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 job is I'm a voiceover actor. So I was like, oh, you know, I. I really feel like I want to do a podcast. I've been listening to them a lot. And um, and then Becky actually had an opportunity to completely fall into her lap. Becky, you want to take it from here? So at this point, um, I was recommended to do, you know, I, I was told, hey, you know, you should do a podcast about, you know, jujitsu and MMA and have it be, you know, hosted by by women there's nothing out there like that and this was by the one and only joey diaz oh. who see i was I gonna guess eddie because and... you didn't use enough cuss words for it to have been joey oh, coco yeah. diaz <laughs> sounded a little more heady well, but this it... is awesome so you're having a come to media moment with joey coco <laughs> diaz who is a famous Absolutely. comedian friend of the show yeah Notorious yeah. BJJ, yeah, he, hilarious, whatever, <laughs> t- tells you to start a podcast. And he, he's a good, he's a good friend of mine. He said you should start a podcast. And my initial thought, deep down inside, is this guy's crazy. What is he talking? That was correct. I, that's, that's insanity. Me and yeah. me and behind a microphone, I can't, I can't even imagine. It's just never something that crossed my mind. But coming from him, I was like, you know. He's doing something right, so maybe he has a point. I don't know. 
it just, he made me feel okay with it. And I was like, all right, but I'm not going to do it by myself. That's the only thing I can't, that, that I wasn't up for doing. And she was, and, you know, Donna, knowing her, her background and, you know, what she does. And I was already spending so much time with her because, you know, we, we were such good friends that I was like, let's, you want to do this with me? You wanted to do a podcast. I'm going to change the subject a little bit, but let's do this. And she didn't even hesitate. Oh, <laughs> I feel like the way that that's supposed to end, you know, that's the only way that really could go. I, here's the nice part though. I do love the fact that you guys are training together for years and then this podcast comes because, uh-huh. you know, Kevin and I, we competed against each other and and very briefly we'd like kind of see each other uh, here and there and then it just became mm-hmm. like a rivalry that we were like well we might as well bring this and put this on air because i don't like you and you don't particularly like me that much but i feel that would be good for people to hear it was like training one upsmanship because we were the only yeah. two people we knew that trained and talked shit to people in public for laughs mm-hmm. so it became okay. very uh, healthy uh-huh. So I love the fact that they're just like, oh, we're friendship, and we, oh, it started so great. It's like, man, when they do the gritty, like, Chris Nolan reboot in, like, five to six years, Kevin, we're going to get the real story. I couldn't have agreed with them more when they were like, why are you podcasting with this guy? I was like, I was, you can ask them. I was just quiet. I was like, why am I doing this? (laughs) Basically, you guys are like the opposite of us, is what you're saying. Yeah, sure. I mean, talent, good. <laughs> work um, ethic, yeah, good looking, all the things. You know, I get it. It's throws. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. All right, all right, okay. All right. <laughs> I love that we're starting to ease the bit because we're like, why is Raph being so nice? I don't. We're being nice because the there, game. Yeah. there it is. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Okay, okay. So you guys Coming work together. Now. Obviously, you've been doing about what? You're at like. 70-ish episodes at this point. Notice right? to the record, yeah. listeners, the conspicuous lack of answer about getting choked out by Damian Maya. Thank you. Yeah, no kidding. Case point proven. It did not happen. He's yeah, a gentleman. Sure. He's a gentleman and professional. It did not happen. Yeah, that's what they said after they texted each other and got their story straight when I asked the question <laughs> on air and pressed them. You know what it is, Kevin? They're just like, we do podcasts as well so if we duck a question we know how to do it <laughs> we're ready. we'll make it seem hey, 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 like I, we are open book how dare you well you close that part of the book all i'm saying is this let's transition uh, keeping it friendly until the part where we're not friendly but one thing we want to know is you guys are doing uh, a seminar by the way and this is an interesting thing because of all people you're going to do a seminar with you're going to do a seminar with the very very sexist one uncle hanach is this cr- true? Is this like I see posters and I can't tell yeah. if this is true or not? He's a seven-time world champion. How could you not want him at your seminar? How could you not want to learn from the master of the geese? I mean, we train a tenth planet. Why wouldn't we want twenty-seven-time world champion in the geese to come teach a seminar for us? I'm just saying, it just seems a little bit like you guys are on this female empowerment angle, and then you're just like, I know who embodies that the most. <laughs> Not to you, you know, you have to work on people slowly to, you know, to convert okay. them. Really? So, okay. You know, he's, he's, how, a, he's a project of ours. Okay. How have you guys changed him, if at all? It's a, you he's, know, a kinder, people... he's a kinder, gentler to Ah, uh, okay. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> this is 
this is a slow process. You gotta, you, you gotta wait some time. You'll see in a few years, you're, you're going to look back and you'll, you'll notice the difference. Kev, I'm very much appreciating the like, we can change him. You don't understand. You don't we get can it. change him. <laughs> He's okay? got a lot of nice qualities no, too. Someone t- <laughs> <laughs> well, we're excited for that. And that's going down. Okay. So that's, that's going down and you guys are having like, what is it like a, a beach open mat afterwards? Is it a seminar? Like, I know that you guys have produced uh, very fun open mats in the past. So is this kind of like that or how is this working? Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll get there early and we'll set up the mats and we'll start off with the seminar. Um, and that'll go on for a couple of hours and then we'll leave it open after that for whoever wants to show up, any any school, any affiliation, everyone's welcome. However, and, um, however usually we go whatever. until about 5 p.m., but uh, there's USC that night. <laughs> so we'll be shutting down a little early to make sure that Everybody can watch and maybe get to the UFC if they have tickets. Right. For those lucky ones that are going to make it, you know, down to Anaheim. Oh, wait. Is that one of you? Do you both have tickets or do one of you? I'm going. I got tickets. I'm going. Only only half of us is going. (laughs) Oh, that's not unusual. (laughs) I'm breaking up. Yeah, I know. I'm breaking up the couple, but I got offered tickets, so I'm going to (laughs) go. No, Raph and I have an open relationship, too. I get it. Yeah, no, we get it. It's fine. Uh, I may or may not be going myself, but, you know, I have to say kudos to you guys for scheduling and putting an event on the same day people would be going to the UFC in Anaheim because we have UFCs in Anaheim all of the time. Kudos to you guys. So, Well, uh, we always do. I blame the UFC. I blame the UFC also, but it is our tradition to always do a beach party the weekend of EBI because we throw this for people who are in town and might need something to do the day before EBI. So we open it up for them. And it's the ladies' card. So, of course, we were going to do something. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. Do as you do. Um, who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll see some really cool um, people from the UFC coming uh, the next day to EBI. That would be really rad. Right? So we'll see. You know, that'd be really cool. I'm just saying there's an EBI like right across the street and a couple freeways. But like, why not go there? Anyway, ladies, here's the thing. Before we start, I would like you to exchange your final pleasantries with Kevin because we're about to transition to a very tough game. Now, Kevin, okay. what do you have to say to them that is nice before we get there? Uh, sure. First of all, we're talking about a, a, a couple of 10th Planet seasoned vets. So there's a lot of deep passion involved in what you do that shows in your work. Uh, I admire it via the distance. I'm out here in Denver, Colorado, so obviously I'm not out in L.A. where everyone else is and the business. If only we had a gym out there in, say, Boulder that you could go train at, if only. Yeah, I train at Jibera Jiu-Jitsu. It's a Hibero affiliate because I'm close to me. Anyway... Want to visit that Boulder one, actually. I haven't been out there yet. I should go hang out. Post-surgery, I will. Um, I'm I'm a fan of your work from afar, including the heel hooks. So. That's all I got, Rad. All right, all right. I refuse to go further. Not with all the that's selfies. That's fine. That, that's good. No, I appreciate that. They, they love selfies. I'm I just deep diving on Becky's Instagram, and I now hope I she loves go to competing Becky. for the UFC as much as she loves taking workout selfies, because it's going to get busy tonight. 
Becky, how do you respond? Because remember, we're still in the nice part. So you can respond however you want. I'm just letting you know that that's Kevin being nice. Okay. Well, I appreciate the love. Mm. It's very kind of you. Although I don't know that I believe you all the way. Completely. Totally. Mm. That's fair. And then, uh, Donna, do you have any predictions for Kevin as we go into this game? Like, what's going to happen? Yeah, like, do you think that you will beat Kevin? Like, do you feel that you have an advantage with two people over one? Or do you think that that's a hindrance? Do you think that that could come back and hit you in the end? No, obviously we're going to win. Don't be silly. Okay. All right. Well, Kevin, let's do this. Let's go ahead and transition to the game of Over Under Kevin. And now it's time for the thrilling installment of Over Under Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We play a game called Over Under Kevin. My name is Raph Sparza, and I'm your host of this particular segment. The way this whole thing works it's very simple we go through the entire ufc 214 card out of order each participant or participants i guess in this case is given 15 seconds to say who they think is going to win now the team from matt therapy is going to be going up against kevin so they will be alternating picks in between as a result of this we are going to go with kevin versus the team of them into who gets the most right should we get down to it we will have a tiebreaker of who gets that right for the performances of the night and for the fight of the night. Ladies, gent, do you understand the rules? No. Yes. Kevin, you, you know you, you, you've done this before, Kevin. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Sorry. Well, just so, quickly again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fine. So here's the One thing. Guy Fieri's on the television, rap. I got distracted. He was fist bumping <laughs> a chef from Minneapolis. I was focused, but I'm back. I'm back. I will say this right now. Uh, I will in the, the the subject of being fair today, Kevin. I'm going to actually up it to 20 seconds for fight picks, oh. just in case. Oh, okay. Fancy. So Someone's this is again, we're breaking spicy. new ground all over the place, and so uh, we alternate and go back and forth. Um, I think we're ready to play the game. Any departing words while you now are in the shit-talking portion? Kevin. I mean, they're both 10th Planeters, so they might nickname this game the Electric Pit Coaster by the end of this fucking thing. Who knows? Uh, I hope they use names I'm familiar with, and we can go by a standard order, but the night is young. Okay, uh, let's go to Donna. Donna, any response or any uh, accusations you'd like to throw at Kevin before we start? Yeah. Best of luck, Kevin. Try and keep up. I'll try and use small words. <laughs> that was, seriously, uh. that would be appreciated. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> if we could make a quick, gentle person's agreement, that would be helpful. All right. Well, it's gentle woman's agreement. Is there a gentle woman's Brad, agreement? I don't really know. Don't be sexist. Gentle persons. It's all of us. <laughs> gentle humans. Gentle oh, humans. Gentle humans uh, is better. Go. Fuck. Use gentle humans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why don't we go ahead and start uh, with our very first fight. It's a lightweight fight between Josh Berkman versus Drew Dober. I've got 20 seconds on the clock. Kevin, you start this. <laughs> My girlfriend and I tried to count Drew Dober's abs the other night as a challenge before we spoke to him. He is half of Joshua Berkman's age. We actually did the math. When Josh started fighting, Drew was finishing sixth grade. 
Uh, Drew Dober is winning this fight probably via shiny abs. I, I don't know Ooh. what the new rules are. Okay. In All right, Kevin. Thank you very much. Uh, who is taking this one? Donna, are you taking this one? I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, um, Donna. Okay, so. Go ahead. Right, Berkman's had like 750 fights. Berkman's winning. Never, <laughs> ever underestimate the, the older, more experienced fighter. Who's, I mean, I'm a fan of abs. Let me just be clear. But uh, I'm a fan of that. But Berkman has been around since like 1975 in the in the fight game, so he's winning. Okay, okay, let's stop here, um, Kevin. I'm going to put 20 seconds on the clock. Uh, she's going with the Jurassic Park way of determining who's going to win here. <laughs> Is that really a smart strategy for over under Kevin? Joshua Berkman's UFC picture, he looks like uh, beef jerky, kind of. Like, the guy <laughs> is on the other side of the dehydrator. I, I mean, sure, often, like a fine wine, fighters get better with age? Question okay. mark. Question mark, indeed. Question mark. Okay, uh, I'm going to go over to She doesn't Peck sound like this. a fan of abs to me. I'm going to say that publicly, as a big fan. She just. <laughs> Becky, uh, got- we're going to talk about it at the next abs meeting. We're talking Fair about enough. Becky, uh, you aren't uh, invited to the abs meeting, Kevin. Everybody knows that. Becky, I, was. <laughs> I need to ask this because you had to let somebody else make a pick. Now, it's not, you can't change it. It's locked in. But do you agree with her pick? I'm going to say yes. Nice. I do. I like <laughs> okay. a man with a beard. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. All right. And that, that's the entire justification for why you're like, yeah, go team Matt Therapy. Is that, yeah. is that not enough of a reason? I mean, you could have more, but that's the type of analysis I think people would expect from you guys. That's I hate, all. I hate all right. to keep falling on their side of the line, but having a beard does make you more of a man. That is statistically 100% factual in terms of fighting. I smell a beard coming off of Kevin right now. Um, Kevin's that, got a very Hold on. If beard. I could correct her, not the senses you would use for that. It's uh, <laughs> if, if you're able to, I'd stick with the visual, but I do have a beard. She is right. No, I, I'd just like to point out that on the UFC uh, website for this matchup, if anybody's noticing that one is from the country United States and one is from the country USA. Yes. Whoa, whoa. I know. I wonder <laughs> if there's a difference. I think um, one of them used the drop-down menu and the other one, like, wrote it in. This is easy. Berkman's <laughs> from Utah. They don't consider it, if you abbreviate, it's a sin. <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did like maybe like his third wife do it, write it in for him? Oh my god! Like, we're not going to put the really A at the quick. end of this. It's too promiscuous. Oh, I like it. United I States. Really okay. Well, we're gonna you know before we hear more incendiary things about third wives. Jesus. Mostly uh, we're, we're gonna go to our next fight, but I'd want to hey, say you this. said go hard. I go hard. I, believe me, I get it. <laughs> you went nuclear real quick. You were like, Andy can't read. What? Take that. <laughs> I just, we're going to go to our next fight. It's going to start, this one, Becky, you're going to start us off. It's a featherweight fight between Brian Ortega and Renato Mociano. All right, all right. Well, here's mine. I'm going to have to go with Brian Ortega on this one. I uh, I actually trained with, uh, alongside of him at Black House MMA. He's a, a Black House guy, and I do my strength and conditioning out there. So I, I really have to go for the home team on that side. Okay, okay. Card. Kev, what do you got for us on that one? I want to say it publicly and into the microphone. Okay. Which is good because that's the only way we do this show. 
She's voting against someone named Hanato from Brazil who's undefeated. Mm. I don't want to be on that side of history, especially as the one postering a seminar all over the place with one Hanato from Brazil. I'm sticking with what wins. Give me number nine. You can hear the regret already. I'm Let's taking okay. Hanato. <laughs> I'm not sure it's regret from them. I think that's a that's a co-host that's getting really angry at you, Kevin. Uh, so I'm going to give 20 <laughs> seconds to Donna to speak her piece on that. I mean, it's two different people. You're like, oh, I know a guy named Kevin. Yeah, well, I know a guy named Kevin, too, and he won his last fight. So clearly, this Kevin's going to win his fight. Where is your logic, my oh. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and stop here. Kevin, would you like to explain the best fight logic for Verbal Tap podcast that exists? Yeah. A proof, an algorithm, if you would, that is unbeatable? It's 2017. <laughs> oh, MMA feelings... math? I'm a fan of MMA math. <laughs> it's 2017. Feelings are facts. And if your name is Raphael, you can't lose. Those are the rules. <laughs> Fighters who are named Raphael as a, as a statistical probability tend to win and kevin tries to go against them a lot on this game just for sheer hate of me and it only comes back to hurt him each time sometimes even costing him the entire game of over under kevin so there is a lot to a name especially when it's as good as Raphael. so i'm just saying i'm happy to sacrifice both my pride and dignity to pick against (laughs) both of them noted for the record all right let's go to our next fight kevin you're gonna lead this one off it is a featherweight fight between Ricardo, the brother of Alonzo Lamas, versus Jason Knight. Uh, uh, first, thanks. We now have another USA versus United States situation. And as a fan, you're welcome. That <laughs> is entirely your fault, by the way. That's uh, the coder. We're mostly talking shit on the UFC's coder who blows. Their website is always blow. Doesn't matter. I was a big fan of the Lorenzo Lamas. Um, what's the word for the people that go for vigilante justice? People who go vigilante. for vigilante justice? Yeah, vigilante. It was, it was <laughs> Bounty Hunter. Of- it was Bounty Hunter, right? Or Outlaw? What was the name of it? Oh, Hold God, on. Kevin. Renegade. Renegade! <laughs> Ricardo <laughs> Lamas. Okay, thank you, Kevin. Your time is up. Uh, let's go over. <laughs> Donna, you're going to take this one. Oh wait! I stopped listening. What was the question? Good job. <laughs> I know. I know that you're used to people not listening to your podcast in full, but people do listen to ours. So stay with us. Here. Wait, so it was it was Ricardo Lamas and Jason and who? Knight. Who's the one that trains with Becky at Blackout? That would be Brian Ortega, who's fighting in the last fight. That was the last oh, fight. Okay. So now we're going um, to the third fight. Yeah. Uh. I like the Renegade thing. Let's go with Lamas. Nice. Gonna, We're all Team Renegade. This, <laughs> this okay, is great. Okay. <laughs> um, Becky, are you a little concerned that she both was, A, confused as to what's happening, B, <laughs> she's agreeing with Kevin on this one? Does that at all concern you? 20 seconds on the clock. I am. I can't be concerned because I have to side with her on this pick, and I have to side with you on this one, Kevin. I'm, you know, oh. I, I hate to admit it, but... I'm also going for my people because he's Cuban. Oh, so is he? Got, is he the Cuban? I got to, he's the Cuban. I got to go with my people. Okay, okay, Cuban indeed. Well, I'm glad you guys. Uh-huh. This is a full agreement between Verbal Tap and Matt Therapy. 
let's uh, let's see how that goes. It's the first time that we've ever all agreed on something. Oh, so let it be known. All right, ladies and gents, we have on this next one, Becky. You're going to lead off. It is a welterweight fight between Robbie Lawler versus Donald Cerrone. Oh, so good. Oh, there's just there's not enough that could probably be said about that fight. I don't. That's going to be a tough one because I think that's such a pretty damn good matchup. I am going to have to side with Robbie Lawler on this one, though. Interesting. Why? Well, I mean... I mean, you're out of time, so there's no why. We just... Apparently, I'm not allowed to finish my thoughts. Um, you, you could finish them in 20 seconds if you could do them in 20 seconds. That's the whole well, point of the game. I, I like the way she said it, though. Like, I guess he was right. bullshit about this new just, frontier thing. You guys are just left hang, hanging with this one. That's it. You just know that I took Robbie Lawler. All right. All right. All right. Thank you very much. We we have listened You're to you. You're very welcome. Yep. Yep. All right. Kevin, I've got 20 for you. I, I don't disagree with their analysis because why? I mean, in sort of how I'm going <laughs> to throw this one together. You know what? Donald Cerrone, fuck it. We've had our differences. I'm in. Uh, I can't vote against him, especially with an aging Robbie Lawler, who, if this goes to the ground, Lawler's in some trouble. Give me the cowboy. Give it. Give me the cowboy. I didn't know that Donald Cerrone was getting younger. You don't think he's getting older, too? <laughs> Hold on, Kevin. Uh, I guess we're drifting into rebuttal slash shame your opponent time. No, 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 go no, 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 ahead. No, Kev. She wants me to go ahead and give her more time because she didn't have enough to use that in her 20 seconds. So instead of giving her more time, I'm giving Donna 20 seconds to complete Becky's thoughts. Use your podcasting telepathy powers to finish her thoughts. Spoiler alert. Starts with insulting me and probably ends that way. Yeah, I am not enjoying this ageism that I'm feeling on this podcast. I guess be very clear. Um, how dare you, all of you? And secondly, they're both amazing fighters. I who, who I. Maybe you I, could I really, you support Becky, right? You support her yeah. in her decision a hundred percent. So when somebody asks you who you're going for, you say That's something true. like, "Um, I'm going for Robbie Lawler because." Because he's one of the mm. hardest hitting fighters to ever step inside of the cage at the UFC. Duh. No, that that's what you say when you're Donna. When you're Becky, you say, I'm going for him because, you know. Uh, wow. uh, oh, am I out of time? Uh, oh, oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Did I'm the clock go? It's 20. From now? It's 20 <laughs> seconds? From this? From when I. When does the second start? <laughs> Wait, What? Well, yep, exactly. All right. Riffing. Keep a up with this here. We're going to a catchweight fight. It's uh, Kevin, you're going to start us off on this one. It's a catchweight of 140, which, by the way, is some Scares bullshit. Um, but let's right, go here. Is it is Alamajari Sterlings versus Hannon Barrow, Kev. So sad. Hannon Barrow is ranked 14th <laughs> now. It's uh, a fall from grace, but I apologize. I must stick with the abs rule. I'm going with the Funk Master at 140, which is a really weird thing. Alamon Sterling. Okay. All right. Uh, on this one, Donna, you're going to go ahead and take the pick. Go for it. Okay. Who the fuck is Alamon Sterling? Obviously, Hennon Burrell is going to win because Jiu Jitsu. So shut up. 
Oh, okay. Well, that was also as succinct as your partner. You know, I love your guys' argumentation line. Uh, it's so it's so formal. I kind of yeah. do like it's jujitsu, so shut up. I'm kind of yeah. in on that. I'm going to start saying that a lot that's, more that's to people. basically my motto in life. That's basically my motto. It's good. It works. I have to to wonder here, though. Like, Kevin, I know that you were saying it was a true fall from grace from Hen and Barrow. Is that in reference to the fact that he fell down, went boom, couldn't make weight? It was a little homage to when he hit his head because he passed out. Yes, that was uh, a subtle dig. And it just, in general, was like, ooh, 14. How many times have you made weight? Oh, God. Legit. Don't bring up the one (laughs) No, no. I'm talking about it, Raph. Fuck off. Fuck off. Uh, I try. So I normally hover in like the 195 to 205 range. Awesome. Pretty much always there. Uh-huh. I was at, there was a 193 at a grappler or something. I don't remember what the East Coast version was. Uh, no one else made 193. So I was like kind of cutting down from 202, I think. And they just uh-huh. put me, they just put me with the bigger division. They were like, we're just merging you mm-hmm. with 205 to 220. It's like, great. Look, all I know is that Kevin to live in glass donut shops shouldn't throw stones. <sighs> I do. Oh my lo- God. I do love me some donuts. <laughs> now ask me how many times while competing for a belt championship I passed out and got a concussion from the bathroom counter. The answer is only one. So we're tied. Me and Barauer right there neck and neck with professionalism. That's not a great sign for him. That is not a great sign. Interesting. All right. Why don't we go ahead and go to our next fight? Becky, you're going to take the lead on this one. Now, mind you, I have put 30 seconds on the clock because I am interested to hear how this one goes. It is your co-main event. It is a welterweight fight between Tyron Woodley and Damian Maya. And added pressure, he was a guest on your show. So we are listening very carefully to see how you respond to this. 30 seconds go. Very. Oh, yeah. I mean – yeah. I mean it's kind of a silly question if anybody's listened to me talk in the last couple of months. Uh, that I, I'm always going to root for Damian Maya in any match. And I kind of want to give the same answer she gave for Hen and Burrell. I mean, jujitsu. Hold the fuck on. Hold the fucking back. That I'm interrupting. You're using the same. Never mind. Finish it. I want to hear it. Yep. I, just like Hen and Burrell. I said I, wa- I said I wanted to, sir. I was not done speaking, actually. <laughs> That's fair. I can give you that. That's I'll, give you, I'll give you 15 seconds back on the clock. Kevin, I'm going to deduct five from your time. I understand. I mean, Damien is, in my mind, he is, and to, to a lot of people, he is the best jiu-jitsu in the UFC. He is the best jiu-jitsu in MMA. There is, okay. there's, I don't think anybody holds candle to him. Okay. Okay. Kev. Now here's the interesting quandary that I have to put for you. Do you agree with them because jujitsu or do you feel that the smart money is on Tyrone and his hands? I ask you this 30 seconds ago. Yeah, this is pretty clear case of people overreacting to what they're close to. Uh, of mm. course, they think Damian Maya is going to say not. I got. It. I agree with them. Yeah, no, obviously. Uh, Good shake out. He's the Hen and Barrow of this weight class in terms of jujitsu. <laughs> like this guy has that type of capacity. I can't go against Maya. I honestly, just looking at the way Tyron Woodley talks about him, I don't think Tyron Woodley is taking Tyron Woodley in this fight. I don't like the way he's been sort of speaking. 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give 15 seconds to Donna just to express her love for Damian Maya because I don't expect she would say anything otherwise. You are very accurate, Raph. I would not say otherwise. I mean, look at jujitsu. Duh. Come on. The human backpack, please. You would backpack, indeed. Yep, okay. You guys definitely know how to use your time well, 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 well. I heard uh, he's going to carry. I heard he's going to carry Tyron Woodley's 2001 iPod Mini as a joke. That's just oh, what God, I heard. Shut up. We're going to our next so fight, backpack Kevin. reference for yeah, no, I, got it. <laughs> I was trying really difficultly to. Kevin's just like, how do I shoehorn a trapper keeper joke? I don't. Couldn't think find it fits. one. <laughs> Couldn't find one. It was like, uh, yeah. All right. Let's go to our next fight. Kevin, this is on you. It is a featherweight fight between Andre, Touchy, Feeling, and Calvin Qatar? It sounds like Calvin Klein. It doesn't it feel like that. I'm going with Andre Touchy Feely because <laughs> I thought that was a nickname you gave him. But most importantly, this guy's sporting a lot of below-the-knee tattoos. It's a good sign. Mm. It's a good sign. And the neck tattoo. He's got both. Okay, okay. Not losing this okay, one. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, we're going to go on over. Donna, you pick on this one. Go. Okay. Um, I don't even know who the Qatar guy is, so i got to go with Feely. I can't vote on somebody I don't know. Uh, I mean, you do a podcast on things you don't know. Boom! Sorry. Oh, psych. Sick bird. Listen, I just needed to use the full time that you have here because four, three, two, and your podcast is lame. And I'm in. (laughs) Boom, I did it. Somebody's (laughs) jealous of the Wonder Woman restaurant. Listen, don't you dare bring up the one good thing your show does. You might not realize how jealous he is. Raph, Raph above. We can tell. Raph, above all things, is a Marvel Comics nerd. So this is right in his wheelhouse. To be fair, Kevin, I did uh, go to Disneyland yesterday, and I was the only person brave enough to wear a Batman hat. Oh. Can I just tell tell the story of what you did to me yesterday? So Raph's like, hey, do you want to come on and do some pics on our – you know, for the UFC on a podcast? Yeah, Raph, I'm in. That, that sounds awesome. Okay, awesome. We'll do it about uh, 8 o'clock. Okay, cool, Raph. I have uh, I have dinner plans, but, you know, I'll make sure that I end my dinner plans in time to be on your podcast. Okay, cool, cool. So I end my dinner plans, and we're on our way home, and I send Raph a message. I'm like, okay, I can talk, you know, in 10 minutes. I'm totally prepared for your podcast. And then he sends me a message. Excuse me. Did I not mention that? Uh, no, you can mention whatever you want. I'm going to mention how I responded. What because that? I feel that's all fair. That's what fair. you said. Did I not mention that? <laughs> that's fine. I did say that. And you know what? Raph Esparza deserves a vacation every once in a while. Now, I would like to bring up this. Becky was unable to do our show. And then it was like, just get Donna. Like, whatever. Uh-huh. She'll do it. And then all of a oh, sudden, is that, how, is that how I said it? Absolutely, you 100% <laughs> said it like that. And then lo and behold, here's Becky. So, like, ladies and gentlemen, I ask you, judge, jury, executioner, the last thing I have to bring up is this before I finish, because really, your your qualm isn't with me; it's with Kevin on this show. But I'll bring up one last thing. I'd love to weigh in if I have the chance. And yeah, Kevin, you can you can weigh in afterwards. Yeah, I'm 100 on last thing I want to go ahead side, and bring right. up. So keep going. The one last thing I want to go and bring up is this, uh, Donna. You said that you okay. prepared. Yesterday, I, 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 I prepared by being available. 
No, I believe your performance here on Over Under, Kevin, has proven otherwise. Kevin, why don't you go ahead and take it? I rest my case. Thank well, you, Judge. Well, first, she is a vocal artist, so preparing does, I, I assume, even for our lonesome podcasts, probably about 45 minutes of vocal warm-ups. That's just what it yep. sounds like to obviously. me. And if I obviously. could determine a winner, it's obviously them, Raph. I, I think you've mm. really been cavalier about this. I'm just going to... Mm. Okay. Fair enough, Kevin. I understand how that goes. Feels so good to side with the guest on Over Under. By the way, it's you're going to go ahead like and get five seconds dollars. on your next pick just because, <laughs> and I think you know why. So uh, let that be a lesson to you, Kevin. Never go against your own co-host. Got it. Because they're they're united front, Kevin, and or the timekeeper. That's right. <laughs> the person with the fucking bell sound is who I don't want to go against, which does in fact happen to be Rafa's Parsa currently. How he dare uh, let's he go to our next fight. It's it. a flyweight so fight between Eric Blake Shelton and Jared Albert Brooks. Uh, I'm giving it to go ahead on Becky on this one. 15 go. Um, well, we have another United States USA situation. And for some reason, I just, I, I feel like, you know, the USA is going to take it on this one. So I'm going to go with Eric, Shel- Eric Showtime Sheldon on this one. Eric, it is. All right. Um, Kevin, uh, are you seceding? Is there there's something about USA versus U.S. that we don't know about? Uh, under uh, under a lot of circumstances, yes, there are. And <laughs> I, I think we can feel it on this podcast. There's a, real, uh, there's a real divide in this country, and it's about how you determine what country this is. And people like Jared Brooks, the monkey god, and I, which is a sentence I uh, <laughs> like using out loud. And the larger, more centered chest tattoo will be taking this one. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much for that, Kevin. Um, Let's say this. Donna, you've had some time to hear Kevin. What are you thinking of him? Like, if you were sizing him up like a jiu-jitsu competitor, how would you you size him up right now? Because I can already smell one of us is going to get heel hooked by the other, and it's going to be you. So tell me your secrets. How I always size up my um, competitors by how their voices sound and whether or not they have beards, because that's usually a, a huge determining factor in the women's circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think he'd be a worthy opponent. Worthy opponent, got it. Okay. Uh, Kevin, she was alluding to the fact that she doesn't size people up, even though she's a voiceover actress. So, well, no, no hey, big deal. Yeah. Well, definitely doesn't. Get yeah. Okay. <laughs> Kevin's gonna get a heel hook. Got it. That's not a problem. I endorse that uh, very much as well. Uh, okay. Okay. So uh, on this next one, Kevin, you're gonna lead us off. It is a light heavyweight fight between Jimmy Hendrix Manua and Voltron Ozemayer. Go. Yeah. Am I the only one that when it was like Jimmy Hendrix, I was like, wait, the guy that can't make weight. That's <laughs> timeout. That's not it. So I decided to go completely the opposite with his opponent okay with voltron or vulcan that's a great key though whatever the thing yeah Yeah, i don't (laughs) noted okay voltron it is all right donna what do you got for us on this one i got manawa he's had like eight thousand fights and he like he's not gonna run fuckers out so you gotta you gotta go with him Okay, this is troublesome. Becky, do you have any issue with her picking just because someone's had a lot of fights? That doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win. I mean, when they experience win, fight, something. They in... 
That was awesome. Yeah, if you have a lot of fights and you lose, that's not a good reason to pick them. But when you have a lot of fights and they win, then that's a good reason to pick them. Let's just say uh, what I mean, this is about. Vulcan is from Switzerland, and you two clearly have an opinion about the United States. Anti-Swiss. There appears to yeah. be a lot of nationalism running deep not on that side. Not dealing with Swiss chocolate. Yeah. Oh, she's not allowed to be patriotic now? <laughs> I mean, sounds like someone's making up for something. Have you met with any Russians lately, Donna? Do you want to talk to us about that? Uh, I may or may not have, but I'm going to pardon myself in case I did or did not. <laughs> Listen here, everybody. Everybody knows. Listen here. I want to remind you guys of one thing. Only I have the power to pardon myself because I'm president and you're not. And I know that. <laughs> I, I was More also. Why aren't you looking into Rock of Sparza for this crime instead of me? I was Let me also... tell you something. That brown guy is the reason <laughs> I haven't built the wall yet. There's something about that Rafa Sparza guy. I'm telling I like you. Him. I like his job. By the way, I'd like to point out that even as I'm doing the Donald Trump character, having him say that he endorses me put me in a really weird place of like, uh, I don't know that I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was also fully expecting a retort from a few 10th players to be like, we train with like five Russians. Yeah, absolutely. Every day. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, here's the nice part, Kevin. I would love to, like, one day when we finally get a 10th Planet scandal, like, they're just going to tell you. Like, they're not going to have any hidden language. They're just going to be like, oh, yeah, dude, I smoked weed with some Russians. Oops. Here's sorry. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Have you ever met Eddie Bravo? Do you really think that he's going to keep it a secret if there's a scandal? Eddie will confess mean, to anything. I will tell you this much right now. He's, a, he's an open I'm book. I'm involved in five scandals. I have so many conspiracy theories, and I don't even like Matt Therapy. I, I said it. I mean, it's a conspiracy. Actually, you know, it's a, ever it's a pretty good life. one because you know what the, the the key word for getting a really good Eddie impression is? What you hear yeah. him say the word gangster? That's so gangster. This highlight feel is gangster. Promise. Worst, worst impersonation ever. Yeah, okay, your co-host is laughing, but keep that up. All right, we're going to our next fight, and you know She's what? She's laughing there should be... because she can hear how terrible it is, too. Nope, <laughs> she's selling you out on that one, but good try. Hey, Becky, get it together, because I'm going to need more than um as analysis as this next part, because I'm giving you 20 seconds, and you should have insight on this. It's a women's featherweight match between Chris Cyborg and Tanya Avinger, whatever her name is. All right, let's Evinger, go. Avinger, come on. Come on, Raph. Dude. I mean, is my time started since you said yeah, the name correctly? You oh, have okay. no, well, oh my god! Cyborg, so do you see the people that Cyborg trains with? She, I mean, anything smaller than her, she can probably just like wrap it up, you know, like break it with her fingers. Got it. All right, Cyborg, Kevin, twenty seconds to you. Is this the pre or post Usada verdict that's going to come out in six weeks? Is it, mm. we're, we're going before. Yes, Cyborg. Yeah, okay. I'll, take, I'll take Cyborg. But if this was like in like six months, you would say uh, whatever, whoever wins in a no, no contest, contest. <laughs> that would be who I would go <laughs> with. Uh, six weeks from now. That's fair. Um, 
When she tests positive that. for an undisclosed substance that takes a few weeks to figure out, which is bullshit. They know what it is when it happens. They know what I don't follow. I appreciate yeah. it. It's like why the NFL does that whole thing where it's Ritalin and not Molly, what they really got popped for. It doesn't matter. Can I, can I bring this up, though? I think one of these days on Over Under Kevin, we're going to institute a like insurance safety. That would be great. Where you can say that USADA won. <laughs> Anytime. If I ever had to pick another Chael Sonnen fight, like... Uh, every Vitor fight, I think we put that caveat. It's like, is it dino juice friendly or not? Absolutely. All right, ladies, here's an important thing that I want to bring up before we go any further. Okay. Now, we okay. always have some kind of wager on this show. Yeah. Okay? Now, uh, normally, a wager involves money for most people who uh, make money, but we're all jujitsu podcasts. So that, let's be honest. Let's push that uh, to the side. No money. So... <laughs> Kevin, what are some uh, some things that you've had to do in the past? Uh, well, I did have to change a social media profile to James Coe of the NFL Network in tribute because he beat the shit out of me at a card. Uh, most recently, I have won. T.P. Grant had to change his Twitter handle to T.P. Can't for a live tweeting of an event, which is something he does a lot and I still love. Mm-hmm. Um, we are sending a T-shirt to Ryan Ford from the Grappling Central podcast, who has to do an endorsement of our show in said T-shirt, which is going to be painful. So here's the thing, ladies. Um, we don't need you to say what it is right now, but would you two have an idea for a bet that you would like to come up? If you do, don't say what it is. Just say yes if you have an idea of where you'd like to do a bet on. Not off the top of my head. That's fine because guess right. what? You've got two fights to figure that out. Not so off the top the of my of head you, would be my personal thesis for every absolutely. time someone surprises me with a question. It's, it's like, actually going to be the name of Kevin's autobiography. <laughs> no, nah, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> so let's go to our next fight. Donna, you're going to start us off on this one. It's a women's strawweight match. It's Kaylin Karan versus Alexandra Albu. Um, I I have Kaylin, and to be quite honest, it's because she's the only one of those two fighters that I know. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. You would think a female podcaster who represents the female demographic and the underserved would know that. But oh, Kevin, I get it, Raph. Just because she's a woman, she's supposed to know more about the women fighters. I'm Classic Raph Esparza overshadowing. What's happening here is the Matt Therapy podcast is deflecting from the Russian allegations by clearly choosing the (laughs) USA candidate. I have no such stipulations and will be sticking with my Ruski compadre because it's their year, Alexandra Albu. Excellent. All right. I'm excited for this next one. I'm actually going to put 35 seconds on the clock, and we are going to start with Kevin on this one. It is your... Way, 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 way highly anticipated matchup between John Jones and Daniel Cormier. Kevin, what do you have for us? First, we all know they're playing second fiddle to Damian Maya, guest on the Matt Therapy podcast. Check it out. Most recently, they're in their new studio. But this is not going to be a close fight. John Jones looks prison strong. He looks like he's becoming a man. He's been kind of young this entire time. Uh, mm. I do not empathize with. DC, it's going to be a tough fight. John Jones is winning this in a stunning 
uh, indictment of some shitty behavior, <laughs> to be okay. honest. That's fair. Uh, we can probably expect that. All right. Thank you very much, Kevin, for your pick. Becky, what do you got for us? Um, unfortunately, the the part of me that has to pick who's going to actually win is going to have to say John Jones. The one that the, the one that there's a part of me also that doesn't want him to win and wants DC to win. But sure. I, I feel like as fighters, you have a point there with John Jones. He is he is growing up. He's turning into a man, and he's probably going to take this, even though I would rather he not. So, period. Okay, thank you very much for that. Uh, I have a follow-up question for you, Becky. Is Donna getting abducted? She's at school. She's teaching fight camp. Somebody is. I'm I'm at 10th Planet. I'm walking into... I'm walking... Boom! Actually, I do. I could hear that. I could hear that sound. Oh, yeah. No, actually, I actually got a contact high. I got a contact high just listening to this right now. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. Okay, well, She's let's do this. She's about to start doing the warm-ups during the next, uh, during her next, uh, Okay, well, let's do this, Donna. What do you yeah. think are going to be the performances of the night and the fight of the night? Oh, gee. Um, I think that Cowboy and Robbie are going to be fight of the night. Okay. And uh, Cowboy is not. Hold on, let me double check what? this. Yes, okay, go ahead. And then I think it'll either be Cormier uh, Jones or Avenger Cyborg as as performance. What did I say? The performance fight of the night is going to be. The so other. you said Cowboy and Robbie are going to be the fight of the night. Great call. So that means you need to give yeah. uh, okay, performances so performance of the of night, night to either individuals. Going to be Cyborg or Jones. Okay, so we have two. So I'll put you down for Cyborg and Jones. Okay. okay. Kevin, what do you got for us? Uh, did they pick Jones officially? Is that what we got? Uh, I believe so. Also, I'm now positive Donna can kick my ass as she walks into 10th point at HQ. Uh, yep. At least for, I don't know, the next 15 <laughs> years. Uh, this is, <laughs> I guess that's how long it takes for people to get neutral. I don't know. Probably longer. Uh, I'm going to go pretty clearly. Damian Maya gets the first performance of the night. The, Ooh, I like that. The next performance of the night is going to go to Donald Cowboy Cerrone with fight of the night going like to Cormier Jones. Okay. Okay, so let's do this. I know, Donna, you need to get going in a second. But do no, you Eddie's guys... not here yet. Oh, Eddie's not here. Okay, Donna... <laughs> Becky, do you have an idea? Because yeah. we always defer to the guests. So, do you guys have an idea of what you would like to bet Kevin on this? Oh, it's Kevin, not you. We don't get to make you do something. No, it's not me. Uh, okay, I'm scared um, of that. Kevin that- will have to. I, yeah, I feel like Kevin will need to go and live stream a class at Ten Planet Boulder, and I will call ahead and let my friend, the black belt Connor Hume know that he's coming in and they're going to have to roll. I'm definitely in. It would be November 10th at earliest. I have a badly broken knuckle. I go under the knife in two weeks. That's cool. Perfect. 
Accepted. We don't put we, we don't we, we don't put time restraints on our on our vests. Okay? On your we'll wait for you. ass beatings because I do <laughs> approximately know who Connor is, <laughs> so that's at least enough. Um, so Kevin, what's the compromise? What do you have for them then? Yeah. So this is where if I have to live stream some rolling with Connor, which I'm definitely interested in, the counter would be. And each of them, their respective instructors, Eddie's probably oh, difficult. I know what he's going to say. But oh, I, Jesus Christ. Uh, I was actually, is Marvin Castile around? Actually, Marvin just walked past me. You want me to go get him? I would like the repeat of this bet to be five minutes watching you have to deal with the man with that Imanari rolls into death. I'm on a podcast. Hold on. he said i'm sorry that was awesome he couldn't be more right couldn't be wait so i have to roll with marvin or she has to roll with marvin do you guys both train at headquarters yeah yeah okay well i want a marvin castile and frankly can i get some eddie can I get a, a if you oh, lose? I'm not with Eddie. Eddie was, you want you want to watch Eddie beat my ass for five I, minutes? That happens all the time anyway. It's all yeah, I want to see. If I'm being happen. honest, yeah, he's uh, that sounds like a blast to me. I I'm so, pretty big on the trials too. I keep an eye on that live stream. So here's the thing, though, Kev, uh, you have two of them, and Becky is also injured right now. Oh, when Becky, okay. Is back Becky. Up in okay, guys, hold on. I have I have Marvin Castillo live. It's a we are on the verbal podcast. Oh, nice. Hello. What's up, guys? Hey, Marvin. Marvin. How you doing, sir? Uh, Raph Esparza here. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm good, man. Getting ready to train. Excellent. How are Excellent. you guys? So they just made a bet. We all just bet on Becky's on the phone, too. Um, we all just made a, our picks for USC this weekend. Uh-huh. And if I lose the picks that we made, uh-huh. we have to videotape me rolling with you for five minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, Marvin, Marvin, I need you to be hot fire yeah. going viral, Marvin. There were requests not, like, made. Taking it easy because, like, I just want to make you look good, Don. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all I, right, that sounds awesome. I, I'm going to need to see some Iminari attempts because I can't do that. Okay. It's never going to happen for me, Marvin. I need you to do it. <laughs> it's so fulfilling. Yeah, but if he, Marvin, if, if Kevin loses. He's in Denver, so he has to go to Boulder and roll with Connor for five minutes. Oh, damn. There's skin in the game here, Marvin. (laughs) We're on a podcast. Say hi, Eddie. Hi. What's up, Eddie? How you doing, man? Eddie. So, do I have... Does that mean... I have to do the same thing, then? Is that what... Correct. You have to get beat up by the professor. I'm so jealous. Right. You're about to go take an Eddie Bravo class. Marvin's there. It's not going to happen today, though. No, 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 no. You haven't lost yet. You might win. Hey, I might hey. be getting beat up by Connor in November. We need hey, to think Kev, about things. Kev, Kev, we don't put oh, yeah. timelines on our bets either. No. That's so sweet of you. Yeah. Kevin's awesome. pretty lazy is this is the thesis of that. All right. We got to let Marvin go. He's got to go start training. All right. All right. Marvin, good seeing you. We'll see you at the USSGL on uh, August Whatever. 12th and 13th. Yes, sir. <laughs> the August, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. 
Excellent, sir. Marvin's on that card? Oh, yeah. All right. I'm back. I, you know, here's the thing. I don't like the fact that you could book guests on our show. I was going to say, cool points. Uh, she's one-upping us here, and it's, uh, you know, message received. I get I it. I hear you. That's fine. She was um, like, Eddie, well, say hi. I'm about to go learn how to heel hook you even worse, Kevin. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Uh, <laughs> um, right now, yeah, sorry. We're going to go ahead and uh, go ahead and bring this to a close. So, ladies, shall we reconvene next week and uh, have you come back on the show after we've seen EBI and the UFC? Okay. We would love to do that. Yeah. Awesome. We can talk. Awesome. Hey, so, Becky, why are you injured? What happened to you real quick before we? Um, I actually, I pulled a muscle when I was uh, getting ready. I wanted to do the EBI qualifier. My plan was to be in the EBI qualifier, and uh, I pulled a muscle, unfortunately, during training. Um, I also had a pinched nerve in my neck from Jeez. that as well. So it's been uh, probably what felt like the smallest injury when it happened has taken the longest amount of time to recover from. Sorry to hear that. But you know what? She's working hard at it every day, guys, and we are excited to see her get back to getting form. Back. She'd be at the uh, black house work, working on her fitness, getting her muscles Absolutely. Yeah, I see the weightlifting photos. You can follow Becky on Instagram or Donna. <laughs> They're both around. Okay. I think enough Thanks. people will, follow people on uh, Becky. Uh, they follow enough people. Trust me. Uh, let's do this. Yeah, all my apparent selfies. Yes, yes, all of your 1,000 selfies that you put up. Uh, Ladies, I have to say, uh, despite uh, how this was sold to me, you were a delight to both be on. We appreciate that you guys both made the time to come on our show. Uh, You obviously are great supporters of the community, and I am so – like, I know we're happy for EBI, but we're happy for, like, you, female grapplers. We want to see a great show, and we we know we're going to see one. So uh, we hope that you guys enjoy it like Christmas because I'll be there. I'm not agreeing more. Awesome. All right, guys. We will check back in with you next week. Just to remind you guys, this Saturday over, uh, they've got a great, great seminar with Uncle Hanach. And that's taking place at what beach, guys? Crescent Bay Park in Santa Monica. And it's going down at what time? Saturday, Saturday, the the, um, seminar should start around uh, 10 o'clock, maybe 1030, for a couple hours. And then we're going to have some open mat right there on the beach. Awesome. Well, we're looking forward to that. <laughs> awesome. Can't wait to see you guys. Or at least... Yeah, yeah, can't wait to see you guys. Thank you so much for... Kevin, you can Skype in. We can FaceTime you. Hey! Absolutely. Sold. <laughs> well, ladies, uh, we want to thank you guys so much. We'll let you get back to your respective uh, places. Becky, you have a great night. Donna, you have a great night of training, and we'll talk with you guys next thank week. Thank you. You guys too. Bye, guys. So jealous. Bye, guys. <laughs> Raf, we pulled it off. The ladies of Math Therapy showed some patience uh, as I rewired my computer to work with four people. True. We endured. We had an amazing podcast, and those two were a blast. Don't tell them I said that. Won't. Let's use uh, different words uh, when you see them. And 
I'm going to be, uh, as I said, I listened to a good portion of the Damien Maya episode. They're going to be having to roll with some fierce people, and uh, I'm the big winner here because I get to see how they uh, incorporate some of those 10th Planet moves so I can use them to defend myself. At least that's what I'm going to tell my injured ass while I'm watching the videos, trying to mimic even every time I watch 10th Planet, it's like, I got to refresh my yoga thing. I had a blast tonight. Raph, I think the streak continues. We'll see. It remains to be seen. They do have hometown advantage because it is taking place in Anaheim. I will be around to some extent uh, covering some of the UFC stuff that is going on over the weekend. Awesome. Hopefully you get to uh, run into at least Donna at the UFC. Half the crew. Um, Becky and I, the more tech-savvy ones, obviously, stuck on the outside. Absolutely. With our injuries. We'll just be at home, some of us in Denver. But I will see them both at EBI. Oh, oh, fuck. They're going to be at EBI. Cool. So I got to come for an EBI. That's what I got to make my way to LA for very soon. Raph, that's going to do it for us tonight. It's time for some shout-outs. Let's do it. I'll start. Ashley, Tessa, and Hannah, three teammates, ventured out to the Austin IBJJF Open where they kicked some ass. Tessa won her division uh, and took like gold or silver in absolute, and I think Ashley sure. took gold in absolute. I wasn't sure if it was like a weight down, weight up absolute. You know how they do that, where they divide it in half, and Ashley probably would have fought um, whomever. Crushed it. Had an amazing weekend, which is tough to do in Texas. So congrats to the crew. Um, Jibera had another, another fantastic kids tournament. They should produce awesome. murderers in that room. Just tiny kids that know how to grapple and submit people very efficiently. And it's always funny because, uh, you know, the challenge is getting them, like, focus on technique while they're in class. <laughs> then they just get in tournaments. It's like, whoa, who are these tiny nightmares? <laughs> why, why are they moving like that? So congrats over to the Jubera program, pumping out some uh, some young heathens out there showing the patience and restraint of jiu-jitsu, as well as the crew that's just out killing. Uh, all of us were watching the Hodger fight. Uh, it Unbelievable. So uh, shout-outs to the Jubera team. Successful competitive weekend. Raph, that's going to do it for me. I want to go ahead and start by shouting out Valley Martial Arts Center. Well, I was uh, the host and MC of the uh, six-year anniversary of the school, which is uh, super symbolic to me because I've been with them for five years of those six. And uh, it's truly an honor. You know, when your gym asks you to do the MC uh, duties, it's kind of nice because that's what I do. Like, I talk. I talk to you guys. I talk to everyone. I perform. So it, it is nice when I can uh, lend that to uh, the gym. So for a very real sense, thank you guys. And thank you to the children who were unafraid to hit me because we gave them the opportunity for part of a initiative with our colleague class. There's going to be a kid's colleague class uh, that helps them with self-defense with sticks just in case they are ever being bullied. Don't believe it? Well, find out how it can help more at the, I believe it's valleymac.com. Anyway, not important. What's important here is that the children were given those noodles, like the pool noodles, uh, to kind of like hit somebody. And they were allowed to hit me for 30 seconds. You see the remnants of that on a very funny video that we have memed 
at my expense. Gary Tonin calls it his favorite video that ever existed on the internet. So take that for what you will. I want to go ahead and thank everybody over at Valley Martial Arts Center. That was awesome. Let's also thank the good folks over at the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club. Training Monday through Friday. It is great stuff, 8 a.m. We've got a lot of stuff we're prepping for. Uh, the guys are competing at, I believe, Jiu-Jitsu World League, so we're going to have some coverage there. It's a busy week, guys. So you're going to see all of us from the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club going everywhere. Let me tell you guys this. If you are looking for tournaments, we've got a couple coming up. So Valley Martial Arts Center is going to have a tournament on August 20th. That's going to be the True Blue Tournament. For right now, it is $40. So if you are a blue belt, you want to look into that. And I believe we might be looking for some super fights too. So if you guys are interested in that as purple belts, hit me up. I believe it's in the gi. Might be doing sub only. Can't tell you that for sure. All right, let's go back to the other one though. The USSGL. We are putting together an awesome, awesome tournament that is going down on August 12th and August 13th. On the 12th, it's an invitational. So we want you guys to come party with us. They're going to have some great, great competitors, eight men, eight women. There are going to be two winners, one for the men, one for women. It's going to be a sub-only showdown, EBI rules. So then we do that that night. The next day, we do an open tournament for kids, adults, teens, all weights, all sizes, all in gi and no gi. So we want you guys to go ahead and do that. If you want to use the promo code LAJJCLUB, you'll get five bucks off. It's already an economic friendly tournament, but we want you guys to come compete. That it's August 13th. And if you pick up tickets to that, you are going to get admission into the Deep Waters Invitational the day before. So if your friends or teammates are competing in that, you can come root them on if you are competing with us. Or if you're just looking to go ahead and just spectate, we've got spectator tickets as well. You can find all of that information at ussgl.com. And uh, I just want to say thank you to our good friend Allison Clark who made it so that we could uh, do a great Disney trip. My wife was amazing. My nephew is awesome. We had such a fun, fun time. And that wouldn't happen without our good friend Allison Clark who uh, uh, got us in and let us have some fun for a day. And uh, I really got to enjoy myself. I also want to say thank you to Rich Leroy. If you guys have not seen, I had a great interview with him last week uh, that I did it from my own place. And uh, get to know more about him because he's fighting at uh, the next CXF uh, Cali Kings tournament, and that is going down August 19th. So I believe that is going to do it for me. That'll do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thank you for listening. Good night and good fight. It's not a challenge. It's not a thing. It's just not my thing. No. Not a challenge. It's cool. I like it. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time.